Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Yeah, I'm actually amazed that we're all friends. Mike, I will reach across this table and the whole entire world will hear me bitch slap Wait, you. you Not punch, slap. Oh, this is gonna go downhill real quick. What's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Take On The World with John, Katie, and Michael. How y'all doing, folks? Uh, today, we're going to go back and revisit our uh, episode from last week and try to finish up. There was so much information, we couldn't pack it all into one show. Yeah. It didn't all Lord fit in one tuna can. we love packing shit in the containers. Put big stuff in small spots. <laughs> So, I mean, hopefully the audio was good. You guys could hear what we're saying. It was coherent. Why'd you? That was why'd a, you sigh, Katie? <laughs> that, was, that was a long haul for me. Um, Maybe you like big stuff in small spots? But for the no, most part. sorry. Men aren't my type these days. 10-4. Fish shaped like Jody Foster's knuckles are. <laughs> <laughs> I could pick someone hotter than Jody Foster. <laughs> So, John had so much information from our last show. Fucking information overload, bro. Uh, we had to slip it into another show. I really uh, hope they catch this cocksucker. They're not going to catch him. It's my, never happening, bro. My thought is, well, I'll get there, but my thought is, this dude's a fucking piece of shit. I fucking might turn his head into a canoe if I fucking ever saw him. It, he is a piece of shit, yes. Um, or possibly pieces of shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's just bite right into the fucking minutia. Again. So, I still have all of my questions unanswered. Right. Go, <laughs> go for your... Go, no, no. no. Questions. The Finish. Q&A. Finish. No, no, no. I'm done. Are we in the Q&A? We're in the Q&A. Because now is my Q&A as well. Okay. So, I approach it... John approached it from a, a, a purely... Uh, factual. Is that me? Yeah. Standpoint. Straight facts, ma'am. And when I got into it, I realized that I have more questions than facts. You always do. Okay. Fair enough. So I. You could look at your dick and have more questions than facts. Well, I question that every day. What is that? <laughs> your nose. So. I wrote down questions that I wanted answered from my research. Just like tapping my paper on the table and straightening it out. And you know, that's very annoying. Feels, feels official. All right, get to your fucking questions, will you? Well, my first question. Sorry, my hair was in my face. I didn't like it. My first question was, how many victims did the Zodiac have? And well, again, my, John that answered that. He answered that question like fourteen times. Well, but no, he didn't. Debated. It is debatable, but con- confirmed wise, five. But two that were injured, twenty to twenty-eight, who were suspected. He claims he killed thirty-seven. Yes, and I remember that off the top of my head. Damn, you so, go, girl. So he 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 took credit for thirty-seven. He wants to, yes. I think he's lying. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There. Dude, this whole thing is deceit, 
lies. You think he only killed over a period of three years? I don't. No, I'm not saying that, but I don't think he's that high in the number. I, I don't buy it. I think he was just saying that as bullshit to make it look like he was. I think he's got some kind of complex that, you know, he has to look like I'm the tough guy on the block. I mm-hmm. got I to do all these killings. I, you know, I'm going to do this and that. Because he lied about a lot of shit in his letters. Like the first, the 408 cipher, before that he said, if you figure this cipher out, I'll give you my name. And then in the cipher, he says, I'm not giving you my name. You will try to slow me down, this and that. Right, but you also said there was 18 characters that weren't. Yeah, and I think that he intentionally, like, with all the misspellings in the original cipher, and... Hey, dude, don't don't diss on, on people who can't spell. <laughs> There's some people that claim he was dyslexic, uh, but I I don't think he wanted to be caught. Why would you, why would you go out there and, and... If you're having that much fun with it, and it was a game for him. Uh, I could see that. It was a game for him, so he's with this big cat and mouse... He's not going to do this. He just did that to say that. So you think he made up the number 37? Yeah, I do. So No way is that. <laughs> when you go back to the 63 murders, which are not attributed to him, but Hold on, wait, have a connection. Tell the, tell, the, tell the people, the 63 murders, I didn't, I didn't mention in the first. Uh, okay, Robert Domingo and his fiancée, Linda Edwards, were seniors at... Mompoc High School, Santa Barbara. Okay. All right. Robert was shot 11 times. Linda had been shot nine times. Uh, the killer dragged your bodies to a shack where he tried and I failed never, to start a fire. I have never heard this one before. Really? Yeah. Uh, there was the, the documentary that you watched. Right. In, in that documentary, they said it wasn't until 1972 that they thought that they had a possible connection to the... Uh, I remember watching that documentary, too, and I thought the, the first one that they mentioned, oh, I think it was in Southern California, and like Sea Height something. I don't know what the fuck it was. Riverside? Called. I don't know, but he said that, that a dude with... He used the, the Winchester X-Bullet, 22. And that's what they kind of... That's how they relate the murders, because the first confirmed Zodiac was... Well, I think that was the, the 63 murders, that they thought it was a connection because... It was of, a couple out on the beach. Right. And he fought, he, he said, just like... They like, called him the beach killer. Yeah. In the papers, because they I guess they, they... Back then, they loved to label murderers. And supposedly, the beach killer used Winchester Western Super X ammunition... Which is the same that was used in the 68 murders. Which I think they said you could only buy specifically at like a military PX. Right. You told me that. I had not heard that before. Yeah. Uh, so the 63 murders are the earliest ones that they try to attribute to Zodiac. So then you would think like he would go 63 and then wait till 68 again to kill? 66. Three years. Well, no, I'm I'm only talking about the ones that I touched on. Right, right but I, I'm talking about the ones they're attributed to him now. The Herman, the Herman Road murders were 68. And five days before Christmas. Yes. And then a year, well, eight months later. And then four months later. And then a month later. But in 66, uh, Sherry Joe Bates was beaten and stabbed multiple times with a short blade knife. 
Her yeah. throat was also cut. There was no evidence of robbery. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Goddamn robbery. Or molestation. There were no Robbie. witnesses. See, now that one I think was Ross Sullivan. Because he worked at the library. I think that she visited or, or, or no, he visited the, the. He worked at the library that she was she was last he, seen he, at. He wore military clothes. He like carved in, the, in his desk uh, some kind of cryptic, like, I'm going to kill her, whatever. And then he was just a weird dude. Right, but th- and he pops up later in Paul Stein's murder, along with uh, who's who's the guy? Uh, the one I said, Kane. Kane, the one I didn't have on. They list. both pop up in the Paul Stein murder, according to that documentary that you watched, in the fact that they were able to trace how far Paul Stein had driven and what it would cost, and they found out that the the Alleged killer uh, came from, uh, what the hell was it? It was a, not a dance hall, it was like a theater hall. And that night they were playing the Mikado. Now the Mikado like comes up. In in, in the, the in this. Yeah, the, his writings. In his writings, in yeah. His almost like, um, what did I say that? That one book with the Captain Zarov who would go in a hunting spree. Most dangerous game. Yeah. And, um. They did say, like, they interviewed a couple actors who worked there at the time, and they said, yeah, we remember that guy. He fits the bill, and he was just fucking weird. But now Sullivan also has a uh, connection to New York, where there was a, a similar murder. And so does... Right. Uh, uh, Kane. Kane. Yeah. So... <laughs> like, it's like, like, really? Oh, there's Lawrence Kane. He Lawrence King was picked out of see this is why I think it's Lawrence King had something to do with it. Lawrence King was picked out of a lineup in 1992, a pictorial lineup, and he also was a former radio uh, Navy radioman. Mm-hmm. Radio Navy men dealt with cryptology, mm-hmm. so like he he fits so many bills when it comes to these murders because the boots that were the boot prints that were Wade supposedly Walkers. found. Were supposedly Navy military boots. Yep. Not just military, but Navy military. Navy, uh, wing walkers. Right. So they were on. They were uh, Airedales would would have them on, uh, in, on a Navy ship. Guys who worked on a flight deck. Yep. Um, I guess it was uh, specifically made so you could walk on the yeah. wing of an airplane yeah. and not scuff it up or damage it or slip off. Yeah. It's like a real tight, almost jagged pattern, a linear. Right, and it's very specific to yeah that MOS in the military. Yeah. So he f- like well, Navy radioman doesn't really fit that bill, but he could get his hands on those boots. But the fact that you know cryptology and ma- and and not only that mathematics, like you would have a strong uh, and electronics because they drew they took his drawings, the zodiac drawings of the bomb making and the bus bomb letter and they're like yeah that would totally work but if you look at the the uh the uh ciphers that he, he sent a lot of the patterns in the ciphers actually match uh the navy flag codes there's a connection to them okay it also matches the navy weather teletype codes 
So it, it seems like he pulled a stuff. A lot of circumstantial Yeah, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence that point towards him. And that's what they always say. It's like you gotta you gotta be careful in cases like this because you have to make the suspect fit the evidence, not the evidence. Right, but I don't suspect. believe in coincidence either. Yeah, but well let me let me wrap to you what I have here. Go ahead. And this is gonna throw a fork in your fucking tires. I don't think it will, but go ahead. I think it will. So and I had not I mean I should have known this, but Christ, there's probably at least two, three, four documentaries on youtube that you can watch the one you watch was finding the zodiac or whatever that was whatever i think it's just another thing where they well let's just tap back into this we can make some more money and really has they just stop it's like the fucking oak island thing it pisses you off you, you get drawn into it you think they're gonna find all this shit and they just lead you on a fucking a lot of spooky music and then yeah. nothing so i'm gonna um I, I took a lot of this information from a guy I found on YouTube, Drew Breeson. Drew Brees. Drew Breeson. Oh. And, uh, yeah, Drew Brees. Me and him are good buddies. You know, Drew Brees is one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, it has absolutely nothing to do with the Zodiac Killer. I know. <laughs> they said he, he's Drew just as accurate Brees. as an Olympic archer. Wow. And he's much dumber. <laughs> You remember all the, uh, you ever watch the roast with, uh, oh, the roast of Donald Trump with, God, what is it? not Jim Jeffries, it's, uh, oh my God, Katie, help me out here. Who's the SNL skit? No, they're, um, he's the comedian and, oh, this is terrible. I can't remember. Jeff Ross. There is a Jim Jeffries comedian. There is. He's Australian. Um, he's funny. He is. And. You should you should listen to his anti Second Amendment rant. I have. Did you laugh or did you turn it off? I turned it off. Of course. Anyways, uh, no, it was uh, Jeff Ross. And what am I going with this? I have no clue. We we got. And off I'm off topic. No, we got off subject and we started talking about Drew Brees. It's like Drew Brees. Olympic archery. Oh no no okay that's so. so I, Drew Brees, and then I thought of Jeff Ross, and they had. <laughs> they How had, do you connect Drew Brees and on. Jeff Ross, bro? They had Peyton Manning on one of his on his roasts, and <laughs> the girl that was roasting him said, "Peyton, Peyton Manning is here tonight. Thank you, Peyton. That's not for you. That's for him. Peyton, you're here tonight. Okay, you've had a lot of concussions." <laughs> And he's he's took, he took it like a chat dude. He's funny as shit. Uh, and they were hammering him on like how retarded he is and just like all the concussions he's had and just getting hit. But it was a, it was a good fun. It was really funny. And he he like I said, he took it like a champ. He was laughing. Sounds like fun. But if you've any seen if you've ever seen any of those roasts, they're fucking brutal. They are. Yeah, some of them are. And I can't believe fucking Donald Trump did one of them. That one was fucking good. And I think it was. Uh, you know that's fake news. The guy from Family Guy was the host of it. They had a cartoon uh, host. Goldberg. Goldberg. Uh, no. Um, Seth McFarland. Seth, Seth McFarland. And he's like, and now for the second worst tragedy to hit New York City, Donald Trump. And like the crowd was like, oh. And he's like, too soon? Too soon? Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> All right, so here's what I got. Here's – I, I – melted it down into two suspects, which I did not believe this in the 
in all the shit that I ever watched, but at some point you got to grab onto something and fucking make a statement and say, this is what I believe. So fuck you all. This is what I believe. I believe it was Don Chaney and Arthur Lee Allen. Arthur Don Lee Chaney. Don Chaney. Yes, sir. Are you fact-checking me again? Don fucking Chaney. I'm just looking on oh, my suspect I, list. I don't have the name Chaney in my research. Don Chaney. I do not have Don Chaney in my research. All right. So the easiest thing for me to do is just read this as I have it written. So uh, you know that old saying, they're like, when somebody's murdered, usually this, the suspect will come back to the crime scene during, like, a news report or when the police are investigating. Yes, they always return to the scene, to the right. scene of the crime, yes. Well, so happens that Don Chaney was really fucking good at doing that. And Don Chaney was Arthur Lee. Now, I'm going to say two names here. Don Chaney. Arthur Lee Allen. Now, I'll refer to Arthur Lee Allen sometimes as Lee, Allen, Lee Allen, Arthur. It's just easier when you write it that way. So don't get confused. There's only two people going on here. Um, Why don't you just call me L.A.? That's gay. Okay. Uh, so Lee became the number one suspect because of his best friend at the time, Don Chaney. Sometime in 1970, Don had gone to the police and told them Lee was a Zodiac from things that Lee would tell him. Don was interviewed by Zodiac researcher Tom Boyd in 2000, in which he asked him questions relating to the case. Um, Don also was in a documentary called His Name Was Arthur Lee Allen in 2008. So you have an interview in 2000 and then his documentary in 2008. And I'm going to show you a bunch of discrepancies in between those two, that eight-year period. Uh, in 2000, Tom Voigt, the interviewer, asked Don if he remembered Lee showing him a gun with a pen light on it, and Don claimed he didn't recall that, and that he may have put it on a rifle or something. It was very elusive. However, in the 2008 documentary, Don clearly recounts Lee Allen handing him a handgun with a pen light attached to it, and said, here, point this at the wall. And Don remarked that he pointed at the wall, and the sights lined up perfectly with the with the light shining on the wall. Okay? The 2000, Sorry. the 2000 interview, Don claimed he wasn't familiar with Blue Rock Springs Park, which is where the second attack site was, where Darlene Farron and Michael Mageau were attacked. And, and it in the 2008 documentary, uh, Don said Arthur Lee Allen and him drove up to Blue Rock Springs Park, and Lee showed Don where he might attack a couple. Don also stated they drove up to the back. They drove up the back way through Lake Herman Road, and Lee Lee tells Don what he'd like to do to some girl, like what he'd like to do to some girl, quote unquote, and it isn't pretty. Um, so with that being said, Don always inserted himself in, in the case by blaming his friend for the attacks. Uh, Lee wore a Zodiac wristwatch, which had the Zodiac crosshair symbol on it. Don claimed Allen got that watch on Christmas of 1968, and showed it to Don New Year's Day, which by the way, Don claimed 
This was the last time he ever spoke with or saw Lee again. Uh, Lee Allen told police that on the day of the Lake Berryessa attack, he had bloody knives in the trunk of his car. Now, I think it was like years later. And they didn't ask him. The police didn't ask him. He just admitted that. Like, oh, by the way, I had bloody knives in the back of my trunk the day those two kids were stabbed to death. And, um... That he said were, like, from rabbits or squirrels or something right, yeah. that he killed? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. At Lake Berryessa, they found a size 10 and a half shoe print that were a military shoe called a wing walker, which was only available through the Navy. Mike? Yes. Yes. Well, as far as I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sure you could buy him surplus. That's correct. Gonna burn the building down. <laughs> they don't give so Lee Allen was in the Navy and did wear a ten and a half inch size shoe, but they never confirmed that he had this wing walker shoe. So what was his MOS in the Navy? I don't know. Fact check it. Check it up. It. No, you won't find it. Ask him. You won't find it. He doesn't have any kind of records or anything like that. Well, I'm sure he dug deep enough, but they don't ever say. Someone should know. But if. Hold on, I'm getting there, so it's going to get a little bit weird here for a second. Um, Lee Allen got fired from his teaching job for molesting a student. Uh, I think he did, he ended up doing time for it. He was in a mental hospital as well. And I think he, 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 was, he got caught, I think, more than once. I think the first time he did time in a mental hospital, the second time he was in jail. Or he went upstate. But what, here's what I found funny was what finally caused John Cheney to go to the police and report the things Lee was telling him, such as wanting to call himself the Zodiac, how he wanted to commit all these murders, and write letters to the newspapers, was Lee mentioning that he wanted to shoot school kids as they came bouncing off the bus. Don said shooting kids was a bridge too far. Like, well, I guess murdering high school kids and stabbing them to death, I'll let that go. Shoot kids as they come up the school bus. Not my jam. Can't find his MOS. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, well, it would make a difference. I mean, I think it's a moot point. He probably went in and got kicked right the fuck out. He was dishonored be discharged from the Navy in '58. Yeah. So okay, now remember when I told you guys in the last episode to remember that term, the bouncing. bouncing. So in 2000 interview with Tom Voigt, he asked Don, how was Lee Allen around kids knowing he was a child molester? Now, I've got a problem with this. So Don Cheney says he's best friends with, or friends, doesn't matter, with Arthur Lee Allen, knowing that he's a child molester. That's fucked up on its own. There's mm-hmm. no way I would never, in hell that I'd ever be right. friends with a diaper sniper. Right. Never. And uh, so the interviewer asked him, how was he around kids knowing that he was a child molester? That's the lowest form of piece of shit. Yeah. And Don recalls at times Lee had a trampoline out in his yard and would have the neighborhood kids come over and play on it. Don says, quote, unquote, and this is all written down on transcripts. You can look this up. In the 2000 interview, Don says, Quote, yeah, he had some teenage girls and maybe a boy or two. And yeah, you know, they were in shorts and bouncing 
on the trampoline and they were fun to watch, you know, nice, healthy young kids. So I, I enjoyed seeing athletic young kids working out. But So Don Chaney was a diaper sniper too. I don't. I didn't see any sexual interest that, you know, as far as Lee was concerned, as far as, far as I knew at the time, he just liked to be a teacher and work with kids. So sounds weird, almost like Don is a pedo. That's if I heard that shit, I would my fucking flags would raise up. Oh yeah, that sounds fucking creepy. So if I told you that there was a trampoline outside and there was kids playing on it, what would you say? What are those kids doing on that trampoline? Why would you have a fucking trampoline in the yard for kids to play on? You don't have kids. Well, the neighbor of Melissa's house has a trampoline. I was going to say, yeah, but he has kids. He has five kids. Okay, so say, like, what are those kids doing on the trampoline? Jumping. They're jumping. 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 99%. No, this is what Drew's recent saying. 99% of people would probably say jumping, not bouncing. Now, it's circumstantial. I know. You can't blame somebody because of wordage on a murder. But it's just another one of those oddities. Uh, Guilty. But the fact is that Don and the Zodiac both like to use the word bouncing a lot as a go-to adjective. And in 2000 interview, when asked, uh, when asked Don if Lee was in the Navy, and Don says he was, but they bounced him out. Yeah, well, that's that's a military term. Is it? Yeah. Uh, like if he had said he got a big chicken dinner, it'd be the same thing as a military term. Yeah, but I don't use that. I don't use the word bouncing that much ever. No. People in the military, if they get a dishonorable discharge, they get bounced out. And I think uh, if you're in, if you're in boot camp and you get sent back in training, you get bounced back in training. So maybe Lee Allen told him I got bounced back, and he remembered that. But it's just. The word bounce. Bouncing on the trampoline. Bouncing off the bus. I think that's it. I don't think so. It's a weird word. So, can we even get more weird? Uh, Don Chaney was given a polygraph test, but the night before, he got so drunk that he was too hungover the next morning. To, <laughs> the, 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 the results were inconclusive. All right, never. And then he was also given a polygraph test later on. I don't know when, how many years, or whatever, and it was still inconclusive. And they just never did anything with it. So then, <laughs> this fucking guy, so get, how many fucking more weird things can you have happen that you can say, like this? Okay, Don also says that Lee Allen had a ball of paraffin wax that he'd always want him to touch and play with. Indicating that if they ever found his prints, it would be because of this ball of wax. So you, I come over to your house, and you're like, hey, buddy, here's this ball of wax. I want you to start playing with this. Start making shapes. Okay, like, that's fucking weird. That is weird. Yeah, but this is all from Don Cheney. And here, touch this. <laughs> it's not a ball of wax. <laughs> Why is it tripping? Jesus Christ. <laughs> is it supposed to be wet? <laughs> and warm? It feels like lasagna. 
I think not. But Don, this is the one that blows me away. Is Don also claimed, I guess, during around the, uh, well, he he came out with this statement years later. And he said that, yeah, back in the day when I was friends with Lee Allen, he would have me lick his stamps. What? Or he would have me lick his stamps. Almost indicating like he knew about DNA, not at the time of the crimes, but later on in life. And that's how he kind of like, well, if you ever find my DNA on his stamps, that's why. Because he said Lee Allen didn't like the taste of stamps, so... He always had me lick his stamps and put them on there. Well, you know, George Costanza's uh, fiance died from yeah. <laughs> yeah, envelopes. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe he was right. God damn it. It's all attributed to stamps. Here, lick my stamp. And here, here's my final. This is where I, uh, my hand was giving up. Your coup de gras. My coup de gras. See, many, not many people know that Don Cheney was a mechanical engineer. In fact, he was a pipe stress analyst, and he was well in depth of mathematical equations and symbols and ciphers. And a lot of the cipher, a lot of the symbols that were used in those ciphers, would be of ones that he would be familiar with and would use at work, especially the crosshairs with the circle around it. That was called position. There was different lines: horizontal, vertical, this and that. Um, so in that field, they deal with a lot of symbols and math, just like the Zodiac. Uh, Zodiac also, this might be a long stretch, but Zodiac also stated he was crack proof. And those engineers in that specific pipe stress analyst use that term, uh, as in, uh, crack proof is when when a when a pipe breaks, it cracks. But they uh, they think that maybe he was saying I'm crack proof, not the the crypt the the ciphers, but he himself was uncatchable. You can't crack. You won't catch him. Won't catch him. So yeah, I mean I could probably go more into that, but that's all I got. It's just something to chew on and. Like I said, they also did say that. Um, I think it was an uh, an a uh, not a reviewer, uh, somebody who was involved with the case, a reporter, had went to Detective Toski or Tashi. They pronounce his name different both sometimes, and he was a detective for the San Francisco Police Department. He was one of the head guys on the case, and. This reporter went up to him and said, hey, you know, I've read in books before where they said that, you know, the main perpetrator will come up to you and like interject himself into the case. Have you had anything like that weird happen? He goes, yeah, in fact, he's like, I just got a letter from this dude in prison. His name's Arthur Lee Allen. And he said, hey, buddy, I'm sorry I'm not, I'm not your, your guy. I wish I could help, but I'm not the guy. What does that even mean? Yeah, I know. Like, they, I guess they were reaching out. Like, if you have any information about the Zodiac, please contact. Me. So, from prison, from his, I guess, second molestation charge, Arthur Lee Allen wrote him, Detective Tashi, a letter and said, "Hey, I'm not the guy." Don't you I think wish that, I could help? That's kind of like yeah. taunting. 
But yeah, and they did say that. Like, did he just do that just to keep him, like, so he was in the... So between that and his buddy ratting him out, like, he, he, he immediately was the first uh, the, the first suspect who went right to the top of the charts. I think maybe it was both of them that they yes, just, like, that, tag thought, teamed it? Yes, that's my thought. I think it was Which both would of them. explain why there was no actual consistency in the murders, that yeah. they both, you know, they did it the way they needed to do it. Don Chaney, uh, Arthur Lee Allen does not fit the description of the Zodiac. He was a lot, he was 6'3", 200 or 60 pounds or something like that. And all the reports came in that this guy had, you know, a crew cut or longer hair, sometimes greasy, barrel chested, 5'10 to 5'11, about 210 pounds. And... Don Cheney fit the description perfectly. Now, if you look at an old photo of him back in the day, minus the glasses, he fits that fucking description. And also, they, he goes on to hit on the similarities of his handwriting. And I'm telling you right now, the police said that they found no similarities, but his fucking handwriting looks identical to the Zodiac's. I think the Zodiac had two different types of handwritings. One looked very specific. The other one was like, and they knew that Arthur Lee Allen was left-handed, so they accused him of, well, he wrote the Zodiac letters with his right hand and normally wrote with his left hand. So when the police asked him, he, he wrote with his non-dominant hand and pulled him. But if you look at Don Chaney's handwriting, like the V's, you, there's no denying it. Right. They look I fucking identical. Right. There's no denying it whatsoever. See, that's the thing that throws me off, too, is like, the, a handwriting expert came in at that time. That's basically what it went off of. You know, well, his yeah. handwriting. Well, his handwriting's not the same. Well, that's one thing I would change. But the the partial DNA came off the stamps from the back of the letters that were mailed too, and they concluded that it wasn't him because the partial didn't match any of his. They tested Arthur Lee Allen, but they never tested anyone else. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it could have been him. Like he said, I oh I look just in case. Like how is he's almost so smart? He's dumb. Like. Holy shit, I'm going to make a statement like, oh, you know, I did lick his stamps at one point, but his, his apology letters or whatever. How many letters are you sending where you need somebody to lick your stamps for you? Why don't you just get a I'd wet sponge? I've never had someone lick my stamps. <laughs> never. I'll lick my own stamps, goddammit. Or you get... Fuck like, his stamps, my own stamps. Now, I will say this, coming from a, my last job being a, a printer, I did hate the taste of that glue, and I saw it in that glue. People would piss in the glue bucket. There'd be flies in the glue bucket, and that would be attached to the back of your fucking Capital Thank One. Thank you for ruining stamps yeah. for me forever. That would be on the back of your Capital One fucking envelopes. Uh, so one of the questions that I had asked. Oh, hang on. So what I would do is I would get a wet sponge, and I would wipe, because we had to do samples to make sure the glue stuck. And that's how I would do it. I'd use a wet sponge. And my boss, he licked that fucking thing like he was going up and down on a fucking cock. <laughs> Some people don't care about what goes in their mouth. <laughs> and I was like, That's I'm like, dude, if you knew what was in that bucket of glue, you'd probably keep going. <laughs> I question your morals, sir. Good for you. So I don't know. Did I, did I, I know you got more questions, but did I kind of like touch on like, there's no denying. How weird is that? I do think it was the both of them. And Lee was kind of the patsy. Some people believe that Don Chaney, Don Chaney's daughter was molested by Lee Allen. And that was his revenge, was to get back at him and pin these murders on him. But that's, that's going fucking far. 
And I looked yeah. up Donnie Chaney, and he's he's on the Zodiac Killer website. His interviews there, the the entire transcript is there. But in everything else I read, he was never listed as a suspect. Yeah, and I don't know why. But he's basically the one that ratted him out. And That's why. The only the only evidence that they have against Arthur Lee Allen is from what Don Cheney said. That's it. That's all they have. But everything they have is circumstantial. They don't right. even have anything that could actually prove him innocent. They also said that Arthur Lee Allen lived in his mom's house as well. And they raided his trailer. And they said that they wish they would have raided his his mom's house first. Because they feel like that's probably where most of his shit was on his trailer. But in his trailer years later, right before he died, they found like explosive making devices, fuses, like homemade bombs. It just seems too coincidental. Now I said, right. you know, the comment was made you don't believe in coincidence, like coincidence, but the fact of the matter is all this stuff coming up, the bus right. bomb, you know, this that right. the other thing, it just it's too coincidental. Yeah. People when people want to talk about something and they want to gloat about something, they slip up. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So like if I wanted to gloat about killing somebody, I, People can't keep secrets, so you want to tell somebody. So you're going to allude right. to this some way right. or another. So you have all the discrepancies with Don Cheney. That's why I call him Discrepancy Don. Like so, one like the older you get, your memory doesn't get better. The older you get, gets worse. It gets worse. But it seemed to be very horrible in 2000 when he was interviewed by Tom Boyd, and then in 2008, his memory was spot fucking on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The irony. Yeah. Yeah. I and like I said, to top it off, like he knew mathematics and the, and the code. And he also wanted to say, like, uh, one, I think one of the Zodiac uh, letters, it had the crosshairs with the circle around it. And it said uh, minus 100 plus or something, minus zero plus 100. And then maybe he was like, remember that when he was taunting the police? Like, like yeah, he had 10 and the police had zero. Right. Is basically what he was saying. Right. Yeah. And he went, this is probably a stretch, but he went out to say that it's funny that the same organization of pipe fitters or pipe analysts that Don Cheney belonged to, that was their acronym that they used, was the Zodiac symbol, and it said 100 plus. And he said that was a pipe that was not well known at that point that was basically like the newest unbreakable pipe. So they thought maybe he used that to taunt them. That's my acronym. You'll never know what the fuck that means. Something, well, something only for me. Right. You know? Right. I think, oh. we've, I think we've silenced Michael. Yeah, he's bored. He's got nothing he's just to like say. He's like catatonic, like doesn't even want to be here anymore or be involved. It is what it is. What you got? Nothing. Really? He's done. He's over it. All that? You got nothing? No questions? Nope. Comments, concerns, nothing. All right. Well, although those um, those two, that um, History Channel documentary that you saw, they really did make you believe that. I thought that for sure that that last uh, what the fuck's his name? Kane. 
Herman Cain, Sullivan Cain. Ross Sullivan. No, the Cain. And Cain. I don't know what his first name is. Edward Cain. Nova Cain. Nova Cain. <laughs> uh, uh, they really made you believe that that. Okay, that's the guy. They even, like, at the end, they're like, yeah, we found a picture of him at a local subway. And more to come, people. And that was the last episode. Yeah, there were five episodes in it. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Like, is that the guy or not? Is he still alive? The stupid fucking computer. Jasmine. I found a lot of people that were suspects are dead now. Did you know Ted Kaczynski was a suspect at one point? Yep. Ted Cruz, too. (laughs) That was someone said that. Swear to God. No, that's the thing. No, I I saw it on one of the videos. What about that guy from Montana? Anybody got any news on that? Hold on. Who was it? The one he, he allegedly killed that CO and then came down and did the Lake Berryess murders? Uh, no. But you can't leave now. This is your podcast. It's the It's the John podcast. I don't know who you're talking about as far as Montana goes, though. Only people I can find for suspects are... I found 23. Ross Sullivan. There was a Lawrence Kane. Yeah. Richard Reed Marshall. Ted Kaczynski. Bruce Davis. Jack Terrence. Richard Gakowski? Yep. Ed Edwards. Gakowski. Or George G- Russell Tucker. Ted Gakowski was uh, cleared via fingerprints by the FBI in 1989. In February 2014, it was reported that a man named Louis Joseph Myers confessed to a friend in 2001 that he was the Zodiac Killer. After learning that he was dying from cirrhosis of the liver, he requested that his friend Randy Keeney go to the police upon his death. But he died in 2002, and he couldn't get the cops to take him seriously. So there are several, there are several potential connections between Myers and the Zodiac case, because he attended the same high school as some of the victims. And he allegedly worked in the same restaurant as one of the victims. Uh, he was stationed overseas with the military. He confessed to targeting a couple people because he had a bad breakup with his girlfriend. But the cops were still skeptical, so they never kept anything because he couldn't produce any credible evidence. I don't know. I don't know. I think this is probably one of the best unsolved mysteries. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know, John. We were just trying to figure out. I was naming your suspects. I can't find your Montana guy, but I did find uh, somebody who had actually yeah, confessed to the Zodiac killings. I just can't believe in this day and age. Well, how many years ago would that be? 40 years ago? 50 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. And they said they, they had a palm print off the phone that he called from a the wet, town of Vallejo. A wet palm print that they couldn't get a match on, yeah. Yeah, and then they had partial print on the Paul Stein cab, that which wasn't, they couldn't tie it to Arthur Lee Allen or Don Chaney at all. But, uh, I don't know, I, I honestly think they, 
if it wasn't those two, I think it was a collaboration of. I was going to say, I don't think this people. is just one person. No. And I think a lot of people wanted to take credit for it and didn't. Or not necessarily didn't, but a lot of people wanted to be involved, if that makes sense. Then there was a bunch of people who said, yeah, my stepdad did it. And... Yeah. <laughs> they have one guy at one point, he's like, I was cleaning out my stepdad's basement and I was moving this big old speaker in the cloth in the back torn and I, I found a Zodiac hood in the back there and that got sent to the FBI nothing came of that. There was a girl that said her dad often took her on the on the the murders. She was riding shotgun in in the car with him as he went to go commit these crimes. Uh, uh who is that who is the lady who they attribute this to the Zodiac as well. Uh, she was driving her car down whatever road, and this car behind her started flashing, flashing lights, the headlights, yep, waving at her. Yep. So she pulls over. Oh, uh, he told her she had something on her tire or something. Yeah. He says your tire is wobbling. He's like, if you have a tire, uh, tire iron, I'll fix it. And her and her daughter were abducted for yeah. like three hours. Yeah, yeah, and she picked out. I think it was Arthur Lee Allen out of a lineup. He was he was picked out of a lineup like twice. I think uh, David no um, Michael Majot picked Arthur Lee Allen out of a lineup. So that's the guy that that's the guy that shot him. And so did that lady with the car. I don't know, man. There's it's. But we go back to like Michael. He said eyewitness statements are, I counts are. Usually wrong. Yeah. You can't. They're not. You can't take they're them into factual. As I was yeah. gonna say, you can't take it into factual evidence. It's all hearsay. <clears throat> hearsay can't be admissible. But it's, Lawrence King was picked out of a photo lineup too, in '92. Yeah, I would say he's he. Before I watched all the all the sh- this last thing that I did, I would I would say he was probably number one. And then Arthur Lee Allen was cleared by DNA. Yeah, but. Arthur Lee, so Arthur Lee Allen and his butt buddy were both tested. See, I read a thing that they said it wasn't clear that Don Chaney was tested for his DNA. 2002, SPFD developed a partial DNA profile from the saliva on stamps and envelope of Zodiac's letters. SPFD compared this partial to the partial of Arthur Lee Allen. A comparison was also made to the DNA of Don Chaney, who was Allen's former close friend and first person suggested Allen may be the Zodiac killer. Neither, Since neither test result indicated a match, Allen and Cheney were excluded as contributors of the DNA. So it was only even a partial that got pulled off the envelope. So was it bad? or They, they, it wasn't, it was, they couldn't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt, so it couldn't be admissible right. as facts. So it probably wasn't good enough DNA. Right, right. You need to be able to prove it beyond a reasonable right. doubt. If you can't, regardless of what you have, it's not admissible, which sucks. I'm, I'm going out on a limb. I'm saying it's those two. Like, there's two fucking sick pedos. Before all this shit came out, this Don Chaney's talking about all the crap that, like, with the watch? Come on. It just, there's too many coincidences. You understand? Right. Like Way too many. Everything it, seems to, like, fall into place. He had me lick the stamps. Right. I had he to had play a his ball of paraffin Exactly. Some, some things just don't... They, uh, I think no. there were two pedos who worked together. <laughs> one one 
one had the ideas and the other one fucking what there was a goddamn movie about this. Zodiac. No, it was uh it was, fucking it was Dirty Harry. Scream, wasn't it? Scream. It was like two murderers, but or was it two or three? I don't know. What's your favorite scary movie, Sydney? <laughs> but one of them did the killing, and the other one was just he was along for the mm-hmm. ride, but he didn't. I don't think he did anything. No, killings. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I don't know, man. So I don't know. You, you guys tell us what you think. Yeah, it's definitely sketchy. Email us and fucking tell us who you think the murder or murderers were. It's got to be more than one. I I don't think that whoever it was acted alone. There's too many too many differences. Like I told you too, they that I, I swear I, I heard was watching something where they thought it was even like one of the police chiefs or commissioners, mm-hmm. and like he had they they were on tape. Talking like cryptic, cryptic, or not cryptic, but like saying, saying stuff that almost alludes to they were hiding something. And years after the guy died, they they dug up uh, a part of his yard, and there was a little girl buried in his, mm-hmm. his yard. Yeah, you told me I didn't hear that anyplace else. Yeah, I don't know where I found that, but I swear I remember hearing that. And, and like I said, it's there's just way too much information out there. On this case, it's just so hard to, it's so easy to get lost and it is figure out what the fuck's what. I don't understand how this one slipped through the cracks. It's what I, I, it just seems so, I don't know. It's definitely interesting. Definitely an enigma. Well, the four ciphers, how many were solved? Just the first one? That's what I've, I've heard. Now that on the history channel thing, they solved half of the second one, supposedly. Yeah. The, the last, well, maybe they meant it was the that was the only one that was fully solved. The last eight lines were gibberish. They said eighteen. Last eighteen characters. No, last eight lines of the uh, which one is it? Twenty-three. Um, maybe the three forty Z three forty. Suppose it the first half of it. They, what did that sold, one say? And then the cipher changed in the second half, but they think it was That's just right. gibberish. That's right. What did the What did the first half say? Uh, Probably just fucking nonsense. Nonsense. They said it had the name of the killer in it, and I think it was Alfred E. Lincoln. I I did read at one point like you can. I think it was the three forty cipher where, and like if you look at the middle of it, it says Geike. So they're like, oh, that's Richard Geikowski. That that's him. And he was another. Yes. Suspect. See, some of these are just weird. I mean, I don't know. Kajkowski was a suspect. Let me see if he was. But here, Oh, here's another thing. He was cleared via fingerprints by the FBI in 89. So here's another thing is that Don Chaney being a engineer. Don Chaney. Yes. Being an engineer. What is he, Dick Chaney? Yeah, I was gonna say, is it Dick Cheney? No, Don Cheney. Being an engineer, he would write on graph paper. So if you look at like the Zodiac, it looked like everything he was trying to do would stay within the graph paper, like the blocks. And they actually have a copy of his 
I don't know what it is. It's like him explaining why this, he was working for a hospital or something and he wrote it on graph line paper and he was explaining why one of the patients had died. And one of the nurses or something had fucked up his IV or did something and he wrote this down. And I'm telling you, it's like a spot dead on ringer for the Zodiac camera. Like the V's, that the, the R's that he would make, they looked like V's. His M's and N's looked like, like the, the letter 17. And yeah, it's, it's fucking... When you Totally. I mean, handwriting doesn't lie. It doesn't. It's a habit. And I think, I think what would happen was he probably either A, got drunk and his handwriting got worse... And you probably wouldn't be able to tell it because, you know, my handwriting changes sometimes from time to time. I can write in what I believe to be maybe like two or three different styles. But when you start getting going, you're going back to your natural what you know. Right, right. But I think between that and Arthur Lee Allen, that you know, that, that explains... Like the writing on the uh, Lake Berryessa door, mm-hmm. the Lake Berryessa murder door, like that did not really look like the typical Zodiac handwriting. Like his his A's more looked like a Q, right? And his his F's were like a long stem on the top, almost like a candy cane. Uh, his, his M's and N's looked like seventeen. His R's looked like V's. Yeah, so yeah. Five times five. The comparisons, I think it's only like three. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. but yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I mean, we're, we're not going to solve it. But... Yeah, we solved nothing. I'm well, just, I mean, we're not out to my solve brain the murder. Hurts, man. No, we're just putting out the information. and. Oh, well, hopefully people like that and they look at it and be like, yeah, you know what Learn something from it. Well, I know there's a lot of this stuff I didn't know. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. have to waste six years of my life watching YouTube videos now. <laughs> I've wasted three I mean... years. <laughs> it's definitely interesting. I mean, the more you read about it, you could get lost in this research, in all honesty. There definitely is a rabbit hole here. It's... But maybe that was in the grand scheme of things. Maybe somebody meant to do that. I mean, obviously, this was well thought out. So, I don't know. I want that Golden State Killer fucking ending. Like, oh, we found him. He's just some little old fucking cotton top living in... As there's a plug for Ancestry.com. Yeah. I don't know. If you miss your boners <laughs> <laughs> and wondering where you came from in life, you're not alone. <laughs> New ED drug called Zodiac. <laughs> the slogan is, I can't do a thing with it. Listen, keep your dick hard, your, your hand limp. <laughs> Stop. From all the research. That that was actually a play on, on the podcast. You, you totally missed no, it. No, I got it. Wow. I thought <laughs> I was being clever. It's okay. I'll just let that one go. But anyway, I don't know how far we are into this, but it was definitely interesting for me. I learned a lot. 
it was nice to hear John talk for once and uh, really see him get involved in things. It was definitely different to hear John talk and Mike be quiet. Pretty sure he was just sitting here surfing on Facebook the whole time. <laughs> giving zero fucks about anything that's going on. Nard. So, uh, on that note, hope you guys have a good night. Baby. Hold on to that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Yeah, I'm actually amazed that we're all friends. Mike, I will reach across this table and the whole entire world will hear me bitch slap Wait, you. you Not punch, slap. Oh, this is gonna go downhill real quick. <laughs> 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 <laughs>